I'm Katie. And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. The Family Dental Center is locally owned with offices in Belleville, Frankfurt, and Coburg. If you've been listening to us, you know that we love the FDC team. Since 2007, Dr. Yasmin has been serving patients in the community, like the free dental day coming up on May 7th at the Frankfurt location. FDC puts their patients first. They will work with you to make sure you have a stress-free and amazing dental experience. For more information about FDC, go to FamilyDentalCenter.com or follow them on Instagram at FDC Family. Hey Katie, how excited were you when Andrea, the owner and operator of Angelic Serendipity in Trenton, reached out to us to be a podcast partner? After exploring her Facebook page and having a chance to chat with her, I was so pumped. In all honesty, I want to be Andrea when I grow up. Angelic Serendipity offers a wide range of crystals, chakra stones, incense, boho clothing and decor, sound bowls, and so much more to help you find balance and harmony in your life. You can shop Angelic Serendipity in person at 2 King Street in Trenton, next to Liberty Tax. Or check out Angelic Serendipity on Facebook at Angelic Serendipity or on Instagram at angelic.serendipity underscore. What's up? Hey. <laughs> it's April. It is April. That's wild. So crazy. March felt so long. See, I thought February was like 500 years long and March was like two seconds. February is short to me. January was like a journey. I felt like I was in Lord of the Rings trying to find like Mordor or something. <laughs> is that the same movie? I have no idea. I've Don't ne- at me, people. <laughs> I've never watched Lord of the Rings or read the books. We all know I couldn't read, so I watched the movies. I didn't get it. <laughs> I'm not judging it. I just didn't get it. I just like I have this thing where I fall asleep during movies and um, I have a really hard time getting through a full movie because of ADHD. Yeah. And like they're very long movies. Yeah. So I'm just like it's just it's not for me. Will I read the book? I mean, maybe eventually one day. Um, They're long. They're just it's just someone can give me like the Coles notes. I feel like I'd be really into it because I really do love like that whole like magical world bullshit. Like that's how I got through like. High school with Cole's notes. Do you remember you used to be able to like go into like chapters and like buy Cole's notes books? Yeah, so then you didn't have to read the real book. So you just read the, the short book. Or like No Fear Shakespeare, so you didn't have to read Shakespeare. I've never heard of that. It gives you Shakespeare in English, like normal normal words. Oh, see, I, I couldn't read normal English, and they expect me to read Shakespeare. Yeah, that that's a stretch. I really love Shakespeare though, so. Mm. Not for my brain. I'll read it. What's going on in your life? Um, Not like we don't see each other every day. Every single I think that's like the struggle is I need to write things down. And I say this all the time. Like I had hot takes last week. Do I have oh, hot takes I this week? I love your hot takes. No. Yeah. Do, Do I, I have any one? hot takes? No. My brain's broken. What did I even do this weekend? You know, these are all questions I have for myself. Do I remember? No. No. This is what my brain's like. Yeah. For those listening, if you want a sneak peek, Kay and I are in the same office, which I think is going great. I think it's going great too. It's very collaborative. Um, we've we've been reco- we've interviewed a lot of people in the past week. Yeah, so we're kind of like pre-recorded. I guess we pre-recorded a couple weeks worth of yeah. We're like episodes banking we have, a little bit. Other than today's, we have another two weeks worth of episodes already recorded. Yeah. Which is pretty wild. And, like, all of the conversations I found were, like, really cool. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear Same. all of 
the stuff we've been doing. <gasps> what happened? Trump thing. Did, is Trump actually like arrested now? I don't know. Trump is in police custody. Yeah. Oh, good. Fuck him, man. That, that, <laughs> well, this that. is happening right this as happy. we are. Yeah, we, there's a news TV. That's crazy. Also, fuck him, man. Yeah, honestly. Like, that's crazy how many people are there. Well, I just wonder if that's going to like cause any sort of like. I don't know, like some sort, like, cause you know, they're just fucking crazy. And Honestly, I recently, last week, I was like too into TikTok and my algorithm made me sad. So I had to delete it because, like, the world's sad right now. Not yeah, to, I can't. Not a Debbie Downer, but it's really hard if you're paying attention a little bit. So yeah. I hope everyone's like taking care of themselves out there. Delete the apps. Delete the apps or like take a break, like get yeah, an app that can lock you out. You can set those timers and stuff, too, on yeah. your phone. So, like, you can be like, okay, like, after, like, 6 o'clock, I'm not oh, allowed nice. to do this anymore. Or How you do you set- do that? It's in your settings. This is news to me. You're going to have to do a tutorial video and share it. Okay. Well, okay. I'll teach you guys how to, like, take social media breaks. Because that's it's so one thing I've learned with my job is I got burnt out real quick. Um, so now I just don't do social notifications like at all I don't have my notifications on which is nice because mm-hmm. like I know I should I have it for like group chats for messenger because yeah. we do a lot of work stuff through messenger um but, but like I other than a... that or like I have like dms oh nice yeah like for dms but like comments likes all that stuff like I feel like I, don't I need to do that yeah I need to try that I also I, I totally just like wiped my instagram account the other day like got rid of it well no it's still there but like there's no photos oh. and my profile picture is black <laughs> Well, I just like I feel like I just have so much other shit going on in my life mm-hmm. right now that I just can't. Yeah, I, get I can't that. deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, and when I'm ready to come back, I'll come back. But like, I just I'm just gonna hang out on the babes account sometimes. Yeah, I like the babes account. It's kind of like my go-to. I just feel like there was just I just felt too stressed out by it, and I'm like, this is not what social media is supposed to be. I shouldn't feel stressed out about my feed or what people are thinking about no like when I post like I don't want you know what I mean like I just I don't want the negativity and it's not even negativity on social media it's outside of social media I think I'm just too worried about what everybody else thinks of me and I don't Do you feel like that's because you have a rejection sensitivity disorder yes yeah but um so yeah I'm working on it Hey, that's all you can do. Be in therapy. And there's just lots of shit going on. I'm going back to therapy for the first time in a long time this week, Thursday. So probably be crying. Look out! I've cried like every day this week in my car. I haven't had a mentee bee this Um, week yet. So I was at in the Starbucks drive-through yesterday morning, and she came into work crying. I was sobbing in the Starbucks drive-thru to the point where I get up to the window and I pay for my stuff. Basil looks at me and is like, oh my God, runs away. And it was like, don't let her leave. Comes back and hands me a cake pop. Sometimes you need a cake pop. And I'm like, that is MVP level mm-hmm. of like just humaning. Yeah. like, And that's like, I feel like, Shout out to Starbucks in the King George Square. You guys are literal earth angels. They've probably seen you cry a lot. Um, I cried again today. Basil was like, I 
I'm worried about you. <laughs> How are you doing? And I was like, okay? not great. Sometimes it's good just to like check in with people because also I find season changes are weird on my emotions. Um, so yeah, there's a lot. Well, like last week I was going through the withdrawal from my antidepressant, but I think I'm out of that. So that's good. Yeah, you seem a little bit peppier this week. Yeah, I haven't. My face hasn't leaked yet. That's good. Yeah. Um, so brownie points, I guess. But as you told me last week, because I do cry in the episode you're about to hear, and I'm like, I don't know what's happening. And Kate was like, you're allowed to just cry. And I was like, am I? Yes. Because <laughs> in elementary school, they told me I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, this episode was kind of like super yeah. fun. Yeah. So we have the wonderful Lindsay McAllister. Uh, sorry, I'm bad with pronouncing last names. Um, who is the owner of Lalux Femme in Picton in yes. yeah Picton. Uh, she was a joy. This was this is a long recording, like it was, an hour it, and a half. I was finally like, "Hey guys, we have to wrap it up." And we probably could have talked for hours. Like she's just so easy to talk to and just she, so wonderful. She came in and it was like immediately from say it was just an easy conversation and and I really enjoyed every moment of it. Yeah, and just like probably now one of my other favorite people. Yeah. She's a gem, and I really enjoy what she's doing. Um, so should we just let them listen? Here's the episode. Enjoy. Today we're talking to a Queenie transplant who is a self-proclaimed curvy lady who loves traveling, eating, and shopping. She's also a dog mom to two cute puppers and a plant mom to many. She has a degree from Queen's University for Psychology and continued on to attend George Brown College for Assaulted Women and Children's Counselor and Advocate, which is essentially a feminist social work school. Snaps to that. She's been and continues to be an advocate for curvy girls and plus-size women on social media. She turned her social media presence into a business and picked in two. She's recently opened Lelux Femme, a plus-size sustainable clothing and accessory store for XL and beyond. Lelux Femme prides themselves on curating fashion designers and accessory brands who believe in using eco-friendly, sustainable practices that pay their employees a sustainable living wage, are size-inclusive, and are also women, people of color, and or LGBTQIA plus owned small businesses. Babes of Quinny, please welcome Lindsay McAllister, badass curvy queen who's a member of the magical 2SLBG2 alphabet mafia. <laughs> <laughs> it's so long now. I can't keep up. Oh my Community goodness. and the owner of Lalux Femme in Picton. Did you see? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Did you see that TikTok where it was like made it sound like French, like Le Jabitiquois or oh, maybe something? I, I was to like, do that. oh, we should just say that. Le Last year, I think around Pride, <laughs> I was like writing something for it and then I had to like go message on my queer friend, like, like part of the alphabet. And I was like, what are we saying? What is, what are we <laughs> yeah. doing right now? Like what? And they're like, well, I say like LGBTQ to S plus like, I, I can't, I feel bad, but I can't even keep up. No. Yeah. It's yeah, a no, hard our one. Director, every time he does something on pride or whatever, he comes and talks to like me and Katie. He's like, are we saying this right? Mm -hmm. Are we being like, he's like, so great. I don't know. Yeah. It's, he was like, I really don't know. Up. He <laughs> was like, "Do you call Jeanette your partner or your wife?" I was like, "I call her my boyfriend." <laughs> and he was like, "Well, I'm not gonna do that." I was like, "Okay." 
fine. <laughs> fine, we don't have to. I just, I'm, like, I'm like, it's the intention behind it. Yeah, that, I totally common. agree with you. That you know, it's the like, intention and like the willingness to explain. Like when I was first in social work, I would call myself queer, but all of my board members like were a lot older than me. Yeah. So we had some conversations and it was so interesting because I left seven years later. Like I was there for a long time. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, became close and by the end they were referring to themselves the same way. So, yeah. you know, like you say, your intention and like having patience and kindness, yeah. like that's the key. That's that's what really yeah, matters. You don't have you to know? get it right every yeah. single no. time. It's whether or not it's being used in a malicious yeah. way yeah. or if it's like you're genuinely like just like. I, I even had to educate my parents because like even from their like their generation, queer was almost um, like derogatory. Yes. Um, but I think it's been reclaimed. And so I identify as queer just yeah. because it's more like an umbrella term yeah. because like, I don't know, it's day to day. And so it was like having to educate my parents being like, no, it's not a bad word. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's it's okay. Yeah. It's, you're not in trouble. I swear. <laughs> yeah. Like yesterday I was at my parents' house and I called myself a bitch and they were like, oh my God. And I was like, no, no, it's cool. I'm, I'm a bitch. Yeah. I'm allowed. Yeah. yeah. I can be a bitch sometimes. That's cool. Mm-hmm. There's like a really, whole, like, yeah. Reclaiming of things. Yeah. I love reclaiming words. There's a, I think it's called the bitch manifesta and it's like you would want to be called a bitch after you read this like oh. poem or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I'm like independent, strong. I, it, you know, I have my own mindset. All of those yeah. things that you would want to be. Really, I feel like I'd rather right? be called a bitch than being called bossy because, like, growing up, I was always mm-hmm. called bossy just because I was like hard headed, but. It was like a mean little thing they called girls. They're like, you're yes. bossy. I'm like, what if I was a boy? Yeah. Then I'd just be like a, a leader. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you'd be a leader. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, shit. yeah, I'm a bitch. <laughs> okay, so I want to, like, talk about the first time I actually met you. Yeah. Which is, like, totally random. It um, was. It was. For context, it, it was 2020. It was still 2020. <laughs> that was last year, right? Basically. <laughs> and there is a plant shop opening on Dundas. I can't remember the name of her shop now. It's like, oh, it's yeah. a succulent place. It was, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it had botanicals in the name, but it was cute. Now I can't remember either. I'll look it up. You guys keep yeah. talking. Okay. Anyway. Wait, where was it? It's on Dundas West. Okay. I think she's still there. Okay. Um, But yeah, so she was having her like opening and she, I knew that she had the variegated heart ones. Yes. The string of hearts. The string of hearts, which I still have in my window. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I have to go to this. But I also had Lincoln and he was like, still a babe. Yeah. He, like he was like under maybe 10 months old. So I was like standing in line with like three other people and you were had of in line. With I, I got there first. <laughs> I was very serious. It was like 830 in the morning. Yeah. In like October. What day was this? A Saturday? No, it was like a Tuesday. Oh, I love that. Is it yeah. called Sun Worship Sunday? Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, it was like a random day of the week. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to take Kate to school. It was definitely during the week. I'm going to take Kate to school. Dropped her off at like 8, 10 or whatever. I'm like, I took Lincoln to the park, swing in the swings, went to a plant shop. And I met you because we were talking. I can't remember what we were talking about. Had you guys talked before that or was that like your first? No, I didn't no. even know yeah. who she was. And then all these things started, like, coming into place. It was like, I was like, I was on Instagram, and I was just, like, following a bunch of people. I'm like, wait, you're married to her. I know her. Yeah. And he was like, oh, oh yeah, so full context. 
Uh, Lindsay is married to one of... You're married, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not legally, but oh. we definitely just say, say that. It. It's um, so much easier. Yeah, know, like, honestly. I screwed up and got married before, so I still need to deal with that legal divorce. Oh, fun. Um, yeah, and I'm just, like, petty, and I really just want him to deal with it instead of me. So no, we'll, we'll see until my I ex like deals that. with it. And Yeah. So you, did, you, did you have, like, a ceremony? <laughs> yeah, oh, we, we did, like, a little, like, kind of a elopement proposal oh, scenario so in Mexico <gasps> like and it was it was very sweet and the the server had never been involved with one so he was like the cutest as well <laughs> just like how excited he got he's like can I take some pictures <laughs> like so cute um, so yeah it's just like we did it our way and then what we do is every year we take the dogs to the water I get to get a new white dress like because I didn't get a big one I can goosebumps. spend like the money every yeah. year and then we just do like what is like essentially a hand binding ceremony. Um, I'm Irish Celtic, so like that makes sense. But I like the water better than like actually us trying to wrap it up. So it's just kind of a combine of like a bunch of different traditions and what we think is cute and it's like it you know what I mean owning a house together is way more serious than a lot of these other commitments so we feel like that's yeah we're married you know so it's squiggy for those who don't know he's pretty great we did really he was one of like our first early right like thank you yeah I was like who can we interview that is gonna say yes who doesn't work here who doesn't work here (laughs) and I was like he came through yeah you two I just really enjoy your love and I feel like it's you're keeping it real, which I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it's like, I don't know, you you sometimes see those, like, intense posts of, like, oh, I love them so much, and then it's, like, not really feeling authentic when they're together. So we're, we try to be honest, like, you know, yeah, we struggle like everyone else. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's important to, to put that out there. Like, you know, um, the couples that I looked up to once I figured out that maybe it shouldn't be my parents um, <laughs> were, were like that, were, like, honest about, you know, yeah. what was going on in their lives and that it wasn't always perfect and sometimes it's rough, but they were committed together for years and years and years and had lots of similar interests and worked on projects together and that's what matters. You do a renovation together? You're in it for the long run. Like, let me tell you. That's into the store right there. (laughs) The boutique, like, we had to paint it. We didn't full reno it, but we definitely had to paint it and... um, we did not really technically give ourselves enough time. Yep. And then, I'm bad at time you know, estimating, so I get it. Yeah, time yeah. management, not my priority. Like, Again, not my strong suit. Priority I think with the work. ADHD, it was like we really had to set the date because mm-hmm. it was like if we don't just make it a date, mm-hmm. then... You're going to keep pushing it. Yeah. yeah. And then my autism noticed that there was like, I think it was like... 12 to 12, 20. Like, there was a bunch of numbers that were cute together. I was like, oh, my God. That's we have to be open that day. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. So um, that was when we we set the timeline. And then it was like, okay, we've got to paint. We've got to put these shelves up. And, uh, yeah, making it through, especially when, like, one or two shelves, like, oh, okay, they're not actually holding the clothes up very well. Oh, my God, no. Like, what happened? That was yeah. a bit chaotic, you know? Like, okay, we definitely need some strong stronger like uh god I don't even know the term like the anchors or whatever yeah. in the wall yeah you like learn so. I feel like people think when you own a business it's like 
yeah, they come in, they see the finished product or like, but it's never really finished. And there's always things you're trying always. to work out. And like, people are like, you're doing so great. And you're like, but am I? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm struggling. Oh yeah, yeah. It's thank you, and like I'm really proud of it, and really grateful to Robin for his help as well. And it's just like um, it was a lot of work, and now it's kind of like the fun part, except for paperwork days. Like so boring. (laughs) But I'm, you know, it's mostly fun. No, doing bookkeeping when we were on the farm, I was like. I'm so bored. Why does none of this balance? Yes. Yeah. It just like I just like put a whole folder of like all the receipts and like deal with it as infrequently as yeah. humanly possible, I get which that. is, you know, once a month probably. <laughs> I remember when we were on the farm, like I was really bad at remembering. We mostly did like wholesales with people I knew. So they'd be like, Katie, you forgot to send me an invoice. I'm like, <laughs> it's coming. And then one person like shaded me. They were like, oh, I just send mine like right after sitting in the car. I'm like, that'd be great if I had the attention span to do that, but I have so many other things going through my mind, so yeah. I'm, I'm going to do it two weeks later. Well, I love when neurotypical people try to suggest stuff to us, and it's just like, oh, yeah, like a list? Oh, yeah, I never thought of great. a list. I have so, I have so many, many lists. So I many try lists. to text myself the list. I try to, like, voicemail a list. No. No. I'm just not checking the list is no. the problem. I have 15 different lists on the go at all times. I have one for me, my sister, and my daughter. <laughs> I have one for work. I have one for volunteering. I have like, yeah. like there's many lists. Yeah, and exactly. So there's too many goddamn lists. Yeah. There's too many lists. I don't know how. To, I don't know. Someone tell me how to make a list work properly. Is there an ADHD yeah. app that like there must like, be? And like I have Notion. It's like one of the best I've ever used. But oh. I still got bored of it because it had little clicky boxes. So yeah. it actually like check oh, mark. Like yeah, it's got to have a checkbox. Yeah, obviously. Um, but I still got bored of it. Yeah, so, that's fair. Yeah. And it was for my social media, so it should, it should have even been fun, but I was still like, nah, nah just I'm text good. myself. That's better, <laughs> probably. That's true. I'm using, like, good notes on the What's iPad. That? Yeah. And yeah. you can literally, like, customize I your want to do that. Make it look be, cute. Like, pink. Yeah. yeah. That's what okay. I was like. So mine's currently pink, and I have, like, a... Is that only on iPads, or can I get it on my phone? I don't know. Okay. I think it's, like... I think it works on anything, but it's okay. it's just that it's it takes up like because it's like a calendar. Oh, so it takes up a lot. Of, okay, it just might be awkward on a yeah. phone. I think like, zoom in and like make things oh. look. You can write things pretty. I like that. And like you can get, put stickers in it and like little like post it oh. note type things. It's honestly, I'm just like obsessed with making everything cute. And I really right need now, to so. do that. I really do need to do Highly that. Recommend. I think that would be. I'll a send good... you a freebie thingy. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, there's yeah. this planning girl that I follow, and she makes like cute things. Okay. For like digital planners, yeah, and she has like a whole freebie section. I would like oh, that, that's yeah, cool. yeah. And then I'll just have to figure out how to work it because I am like an elder millennial, so sometimes I'm like, oh, <laughs> I got you. People are always like, "Are you a Gen Z?" I'm like, "Nah, no. <laughs> nah I, I don't understand that." But uh, still struggling. I wish I did, man. Like, I, I would. I'm my niece is supposed to maybe come and do some hours with me, and I'm like, oh man, the social media tips. Oh yeah, like. Just take my social media and Do run it. with the yeah. Gen Zness of it. I told my daughter the other day. I was like, because she has, <laughs> she doesn't use Instagram. She has an account, doesn't use it. She uses Snapchat. They, they're Snapchatter. But she has a Visco account. What's that? It's basically Instagram, but it was like originally meant to like just like yeah. photo editing, like filters and stuff. But there's a feed on it now, hmm. and um, so she posts that feed like okay. every so often. And I'm like, Kate, I'm like. You know, you could be a very successful influencer. Like, you're very good at, like, making, like, Does she photos wanna, and, like, yeah. content creation. Does she want to do ours? Her response was, I know. 
I think that's I the thing. It. Like these these Gen Zs have like. I think they were built up. They got they got what we didn't get. They they got like the you're doing great. Yeah. Try your best. We got like the you're dumb and be better. And so it's just like constant anxiety and like yeah. rejection. The, the self confidence in my child and her best friend yeah. is unbelievable and I love it. Yeah. But like yeah, yeah. she puts me in my place. Even like <laughs> the way all they the look time. at you sometimes is great. She intimidates <laughs> me. Like oh, you'll bring her to things. I'm like I can't. Yeah. Please don't bully cool. me, please. You're really cool. <laughs> please She's think I'm cool. So I think you're really cool. Please think I'm cool. Yeah, like, like, oh God. it's a constant struggle. Don't tell her I said that. Oh my God, that's so uncool. <laughs> yeah, no, I got, I found out what Riz meant the other day. What does it mean? Me sitting here like, what? Yeah. Oh, I, I found a TikTok. I'll share it. And it's like millennial words we had and then the Gen Z equivalent. Okay. So we can understand like what they're saying. It says, it's the short form of charisma. Is it? Oh. So which makes way more sense. Is it lit? No, what is what is our equivalent? I don't know. I do remember when my sister started shortening everything and I was already in university and found it like very yeah. frustrating. I was like, what word are you saying to me? A brave. Like, We're a breathing thing. Yeah. Oh my god, the struggle. And it's like I feel like now I'm at the point where it's like, okay, like I'm very not cool anymore. Like I wanted to be like the cool mom, like you're you know, cool. Like girls like I'm the cool mom, but like not like so cool that it's like I'm weird. Gonna let you like be weird. Like, yeah, you know I get I mean? that. But no, I feel like my mom was the cool mom, but also like I was scared shitless. Like if like she could lay down the law, if oh. she had to. Like I, she let me have like pretty free range, but like if I messed up, I was I knew. I still have ant coolness where I can, like, say maybe one thing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You got to reserve it for, like, the most important thing. Like, some kind of, you know, like, I don't know. I'm pretty progressive. It'd be like, (laughs) make sure you have Narcan if you're going to do drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you need any, like, like tips to do drugs safely, let me know. Yeah, I'm here. I'll source it for you so it's safe. Safe, yeah. I think everyone needs that ant. Buy you condoms. Yeah. To get an abortion. I have done the abortion thing for many people in social work times. The Family Dental Center is calling all prom goers and brides to be. In addition to classic and restorative dentistry, they offer cosmetic treatments, including whitening. Whether you want to impress your prom date or wow a wedding guest, a bright white smile is a must have. The Family Dental Center has two forms of teeth whitening to help you achieve a sparkling smile. The in office Zoom whitening is completed by one of their skilled dental hygienists and takes about an hour. You can relax, scroll, or even listen to your favorite podcast as whitening gel and blue light technology whitens your teeth to their optimal brightness. Too busy or too anxious sitting for a long period? Try the Take Home Zoom Whitening Kit. This is a great option for sensitive teeth. A custom-made tray and the use of a whitening agent at home for two to four weeks will gradually whiten your teeth to achieve a dazzling smile. For more information on the FDC teeth whitening options, go to FamilyDentalCenter.com and navigate to the Cosmetic Treatment tab or tap the link in our show notes. Hey babes, are you looking to elevate your spiritual journey or do you like having crystals and boho decor in your home? Or do you want to stand in a giant sound bowl and see what that's like? I truly want to stand in the sound bowl. Whether you're a spiritual junkie looking to find some calm or want to chat with a super amazing lady, Angelic Serendipity is the place to check out. Andrea, the owner and operator, is a fun-loving babe who left the corporate banking world in the big city to find a slower-paced life in Trenton over a decade ago. The story carries crystals, tarot cards, oracle books, incense, boho clothing and decor, sound bowls, and so much more. 
head into Angelic Serendipity to learn, explore, and shop the wonderful inventory. Located at 2 King Street, Trenton by Liberty Tax. For amazing Angelic Serendipity content, follow the store on Facebook at Angelic Serendipity and on Instagram at angelic.serendipity underscore. What, how long were you in social work and then what made you take the lead? Like, when did you Oh, yeah, that's actually, it really does relate back to all the conversations about autism and ADHD, actually, because I was in anti-poverty for about seven years, then in uh, women's shelters for like six, I would say. Um, So obviously, like, exhausting work. Um, But like the burnout and then what actually just broke me was them asking me to be in an office that wasn't my office one day a week and... Uh, now I know it was autism, but at the time I was just like, nope. <laughs> <Can't do that. laughs> and I, I like left and was just like, yeah, no, I can't. And went into content creation and then, you know, obviously taking a different route now. Like um, content creation is fun, but it's not super like reliable mm-hmm. either. And social work, like it's, you know, there's some really important moments in my life where people have been really grateful for my help that... I'll never forget, and that matters. But um, there's lots of other people who can do that work too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's also so very hard. Yes, that's exactly it. Very. I feel like too, in in that line of work, you have to like be like, my time's up. I'm I'm tagging someone else now. Yeah, yeah. And I really hope for the movement that like more people do that Mm because I actually think like. part of my frustration was not being able to like be as progressive as yeah, I was taught to be. So with the the new generation being even more progressive than we are, like I just think we need to almost like get out of their way, quite yeah. frankly. Yeah. So Honestly, yeah, I'm like, like excited to see yeah, yeah what happens. I think they'll be better than us. Um, you know, they've grown up with like much more um therapy speak like the understanding of it Mm -hmm. so i just think they're going to be able to be more resilient maybe than we are and um at the same time like if they want to get out of it after like 10 12 years too, go for that like everyone can move on um there's always going to be new people ready to take on the role so like Mm -hmm. um big advocate for like take care of yourself don't um yeah, there's someone else who can do it. Um, community advocacy is important, but we do need to leave that space for, like, I need a break. Yeah. Because it's – you end up with the person in the room who is critical of everything. And, like, I was going to become that person yeah. pretty soon. Yeah. And it's one thing if you can, like – if you're saying, like, oh, you know, like, we're having the event here and this is my criticism, but I think it's still the best place and let's proceed. Uh, We're just noting that, like, you know, maybe it's not accessible to this group or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, It's quite another when you just complain about everything and have no solutions and no ability to move on. I feel like that really happens in um, activist communities sometimes. And unfortunately, like, the not progressive side, Squiggy probably said this. Look, I called him his name. Name. He's gonna be so thrilled. <laughs> oh, do you not use that? Do you all rob it? I find that with partners because my my brother's friend, her nickname's Roadhouse, yeah. and then her husband will call her Alicia, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Who is that? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we like definitely talk about how like the other side is very united, even when they disagree about stuff, mm-hmm. and we just fight a little bit too much over on our side. So, I'm really like an advocate for like. 
believing the best of people, um, assuming that they were attempting their best, you know? So, like, we were talking about earlier with the Lejibitiqua. Like, you know, they, they asked, so they want to do the best like the bad people wouldn't ask and just be like the gays or you know what i mean like they'd be you'd know yeah Um, you know there's there's a very there's a vibe yeah i felt it where somebody called me queer after i said queer and i was like oh yeah no not from your mouth actually i'd prefer no thanks it's like like white people Um, saying the n-word yeah yeah don't sometimes it's awkward yeah you just can't. Yeah, yeah, it's uh like that's a hard no for me, obviously. Oh, yeah. But like with queer, I think it's like it really you can tell. I don't know. There's something in the tone of voice that yeah. feels oh, like yeah. It's oh, like, you're using it like a slur. Yeah, yeah. I'm like oh, I don't. I also I hate the R word. The R word. Oh, I yeah. Hate, yeah, I can't. I yeah. Th- yeah, I know people who still use that one. I, it's I so awkward. It's so I swear, cool. I like literally jerk. I, know. I feel know? like though it is like the education of like yeah. okay, well th- this is like passe now. Mm-hmm. So let well, and it's just like. And it's pretty recent. So, like, when I worked in social work, I did work for, like, community living. I did um, some programs around, like, roles and responsibilities and, like, um, essentially teaching people with intellectual disabilities, like, the differences between their friend and their social worker, for example, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Um, who do you give a hug to? Who do you shake hands with? That kind of yeah. thing. And one of the things that uh, occurred in that building is this area of education where they showed you that like in the 1990s that's how they still received their grant funding under the r word like that's how that's what everything was called some stuff is still like in in uh and we learned this when nikki was on giving us like indigenous education Mm -hmm. like it's still called the indian act and that's but you should not call people no like and it's just Only educating yourself on context. those things. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have a friend who's indigenous but and also a lawyer. And so it's like she has to use that language. Mm-hmm. Like it is the language That's of just, law, yeah. you know. Um, and it's not necessarily comfortable, but it is what is required under yeah. the current scenario, you know. And so that's the same thing. Like they did, they were already over the word, but that's how they had to yeah. apply, yeah. you know. It's Less significant, but, like, when I was still in the field, like, you'd still do applications and you'd have to write domestic violence, even though we were calling it intimate part and violence for, like, years already. Like, taking the... I didn't know know this was a... What is this for? Tell us this. So we we generally use the, like, intimate partner violence because domestic implies that you live together. It's actually not the majority. So a huge part of, like, intimate partner violence is the sort of... 15 to 25, um, they're a huge risk group, and they don't always live together. In fact, probably a lot don't, the high school group in particular. So just took that away from, like, it has to be something that happens at home. Also removing the we'll deal with it at home mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, it's something that happens in a relationship, but it's not something that you need to keep secret and at home. You yeah. Know? This is something that you don't need to be ashamed of. You can talk openly about. We also felt like it really referred to, like, spouse yeah. um, in a heteronormative way. Yeah. So we felt like intimate partner. And I say we, but I mean, like, the whole movement, like, <laughs> yeah. thousands of people. No, that's you know? true, though. Yeah, it's, um, it is very yeah. heteronormative. So it felt like it was more inclusive as well. Oh, I'm I want to start using yeah. that. Yeah. 
Yes, but so like it's just interesting how like like you say legibitiqua like all these terms change and I mean I I mean at this point yeah it has been a long time since I was in school but like a lot has changed for me too Mm -hmm. you know so uh, I understand when people are like just trying to do their best and like make a mistake the key is like say I'm sorry move on actually don't make a big freaking deal about it. And yeah, I think it's more gonna do better. Yeah. People get offended. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm not saying this to like. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, take a moment. This is an education yeah. moment. You don't need to be. People get like so defensive. And it's like, you know, it's just a moment. Yeah. And then and now, you know, I would prefer people to tell me. Yeah. yeah. Like 100 percent, like at any point. like Well, because I, I made a mistake on our Instagram, like without thinking. Mm-hmm. And then my friend, uh like just reached out and was like hey by the way i'm not sure who posted it. i was like oh my god i knew that but it, it just like slipped my yeah. mind and so i deleted it but yeah. it, it's just like recognizing the mistake yeah. and, and like being accountable for it yeah. yeah exactly and being willing to say i'm sorry and like do what will make it better mm-hmm. you know yeah. whether it's deleting it or um like in the in the context of social work a lot of the time it was sort of publicly saying mm-hmm. something because you um, you know, if somebody says something offensive, it's like, I get that it's nicer for the person who said the offensive thing to be pulled off to the side. But like in the case of, say, racism or something, it actually that's can't it. just sit in the room. Yeah. No. You need to actually say like, oh, yeah, that's a problem. We're not going to um, permit that kind of discussion in this room. Here's why. No, you know, everyone's learning. It's OK. Like still from that call in perspective. Mm-hmm. But I just have... The feelings about when it gets left over there. You know, same with, same with like fat phobia. I think it's like really important that we not leave it in the room. Like, so mm-hmm. um, your friend is like saying, oh my God, I feel so fat. And maybe you're the thin person in the room. That would be really cool for you to say, oh, like we don't really talk about our bodies like that, actually. I remember. So that the fat person doesn't necessarily have to do yeah, it. Like that I would had- be... Clutch. A moment I was traveling with friends and a very a slim friend, like very slim, kept being like, oh, I feel so fat yeah. like on this trip. And I finally had to be like, I really need you to stop. Like yeah. one, I struggle with disordered eating yeah. like in the past. But I was like, I need you to stop because if you're saying you're fat at this point, like what am I? Exactly. Like, like I don't yeah. we can't yeah, just we can't do it. Yeah. 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 And it's like what got me for me is like when people like veil fatness with health yes exactly so like i had a partner for a while and they were like oh yeah like you know once we both get healthy mm-hmm. and i'm like okay so then i rapidly lost 80 pounds which is not, not healthy. healthy yeah specifically not healthy, not healthy. and yeah. it was difficult because i was like okay so now i'm smaller but i don't feel any better about myself yes mm-hmm. because it was never about my body nope no. The one thing I think I say this, I've said this before, like some people listening will be like, oh, she's said that before. Um, but I can promise you one thing, like it's the only thing possibly I can promise you in life, but that whatever you're seeking through a diet, you're going to get it through like body positivity, mm-hmm. fat acceptance, that kind of like learning to love yourself as you are. Yeah. Like, it's a promise. That's how strongly I feel about that statement. Now, like, there's going to be people who will, like, argue because they didn't actually go hard enough down that route. And they're like, it didn't work for me. I still hate myself or whatever. But um, 
like I had an eating disorder. I pursued like straight size modeling for years. I'm actually like considered when they talk about the statistics of like 95% of diets fail, they technically count me in the 5% of the success rate. So just to break down how bad that means that statistic actually is, because I kept it off yeah. For seven years. Oh, my God. So once you go past five years, they <laughs> stop tracking you. Oh, my God. So that only – that that nine – even though, like, it's – that's an abysmal success rate to begin with. Mm-hmm. 95% yeah. of diets fail and some of that 5% includes people like me who who did eventually regain the weight and technically more. And I don't want to focus too much on that because it feels very fat phobic for me. But like the most common consequence of dieting is that you'll actually gain more weight yeah. in the long run. Yeah. So like all around, pretty bad for your health. And then like statistically, people who are a little bit heavier do technically live longer. Like there's a lot of evidence that like I'm preparing this health to hibernate. thing. Yeah. Health, is complete BS because yeah. we are actually healthy. Like never once. The only thing my doctor ever says is like eat more healthy fats, but she yeah. doesn't tell me to eat less bad fats either. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like you have so, a good doctor. Yes. They're very, very understanding. They're not fat phobic. You know, I mean, I think it helps when you advocate for yourself. I went right in like I have an eating disorder. Don't ask me to stand on the scale. Oh, yeah. That's a thing to. I just learned, too, is like. You don't have to be I will stand on the scale. You can ask to not Turn see around. the number yep. or I'll just like look up because yep. I don't. Why am I going to cry today? I don't okay, like to stand yes. on the scale. It's awful. It's a bad experience. Why am I crying? Because it's traumatic. Yeah. It's yeah. hard, especially when you come out of being like, okay, you have to be, you know, like a certain number. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that like, number is you know, nuts. The, the yeah. Number, the number is stupid because I remember in high school, I was like, what like 115 pounds yeah yeah and they were like once you hit 120 you're fat what that, that yeah that was the thing and i'm just kind of like hey wait so then you know i get into my 20s i'm like 150 pounds and i think that is fucking whale territory yeah, yeah. and it's like realistically 150 pounds is probably underweight for most people especially at like certain oh heights, yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. um when I was, I, I got like bigger quickly, yeah. like, like as a child, I stress ate. So, um, I was just a big kid. I hit yeah. one. Why am I crying so much? I'm so sorry. No, um, there's nothing wrong. Sorry. Yeah. I am coming off my antidepressants. So there's a lot of emotions. That, but, that does make sense. You know, then you're like the big kid in class. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I remember a boy saying that, um, he wouldn't date me. I was cute. But I wasn't fat, but I also wasn't skinny. Yeah. But he, so, but he couldn't date me because I wasn't skinny. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. That's like that's. And I oh walked by right as he said that, and they all just were like, <gasps> and I was like, okay, great, that was about me. Yeah, I, I swear we grew up in the worst time. So like, oh, I for had, fat phobia. I swear it was. Like, I had kids at lunch tell me like I ate so much, and then it, like I would just like stop eating. So I'm like, okay, that's fun. Thank you. I've I been like, like splitting stuff with friends. Yeah. Like. I you know, and it's like chips. it already yeah, wasn't really measuring. a meal, like, no. but we were splitting Slim it. fast. That was oh, a good yeah. breakfast. Mom, mom just straight up hooking us up with it, too. Yeah. Like that's the craziest part when like mom takes you to Weight Watchers and then buys you Slim Fast and Ephedrine. <laughs> 
Yep. Wait, what's ephedrine? Like a diet pill? Like the Fen Fen stuff that like gave everyone heart palpitations. <laughs> Do you hear about the new one that they're doing? Yes, because like, like the Ozempic. Yeah, it's like yes. a diabetic medication that yeah. actually makes you so like oh. double problematic. Um, and now diabetics aren't able to actually find their medication <gasps> because, because so people, many people are, taking are taking it yeah. and like getting their doctors to give them these shots. Th- and there's a lot of side effects. It's extreme. As I understand, it's also extremely expensive, like thousand dollars a month plus. Oh wow! Um, so it's super privileged, and then it's still a diet. So yeah. as soon as you stop, you will regain the weight. And aren't they but you in the states? Be on it like forever. kids can go on diet pills now, or they, something along those lines. Yeah. That. So I like highly recommend the um, episode. Like, I mean, I pretty much re- just listen to the whole podcast yeah. of Maintenance Phase. Okay. Um, I subscribe like to their Patreon I really like their analysis of things but when they talked about like these new recommendations because it, it is from the medical yeah um, and they just break it down like they're really good with their analysis and how they'll say like um you know so these doctors are recommending weight loss weight loss drugs weight loss surgery <laughs> despite the statistics so they they'll like recommend that you you know, ask your doctor like so you're recommending a like a plan of action that has less than a five percent success rate Mm -hmm. you know and like kind of tell you how to advocate for your kids but it's pretty horrifying because like it was hard enough yeah you know um and like look like my mom gave me the fan fan so like she would probably be like yes surgery we go you know and um i think too for our moms it was like they were in such a diet culture in like the 80s and then it's just it's ingrained into these women now who are in their like 50s 60s it's not their fault no No. you know what i mean like yeah whether or not they recognize that now. But the, I think that's the difference is like uh, the accountability for it is not there yeah. with a lot of the uh, elder generation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as yep. opposed to like, you know, I, I like my niece that tells me like, oh, body rolls are normal and things like that's so much a cooler perspective. Oh, it's so cool right? now. Um, well, so yeah, it's just like I, I get that they were traumatized, but it's like, I think so were we, and yet our generation is doing better for our kids. And I, I just think they trying, could be yeah. accountable. You know, obviously I'm uh, a no-contact child, so I have yeah. a very specific perspective. Um, but I am glad that it seems that the kids now have better role models for the yeah. most part. Um, and I'm sad that this little turn has come about. Um, also, like, it's... It's just the the side effects. Like, I really worry about the increased risk of alcoholism, drug abuse, and suicide with uh, weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, it literally goes back to what I said before. Everything you are trying to accomplish with dieting will be achieved better, easier, faster, and for, like, a more permanent, successful, long-term way – with body positivity and fat acceptance than with any kind of diet. Because I but think, I think potentially, like, even more the surgery because, like, you can't change your mind. Like, yeah. your stomach is permanently altered, with the, at least with the one version, right? Yeah. Like, so what do, you, what do you do if it doesn't work, if you get sick? Like, all those people that, like, 
Yeah. It's never it's good. Fucked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like, think it's just scary. insane. You know, I, I brought this up before, but there everyone's about dad bods. There's not the mom bod and like yeah. women's bodies. You naturally, as you age, start totally. to hold weight differently. Like your body's preparing like to potentially give birth and like all these things. And you're still expected then to lose yeah. weight. Yeah. Yeah. It's but not it's natural. Cool. Like you literally bodies change and age and grow and like it's just so funny to me that like you know we like acknowledge this about like noses and ears like it's just a thing that Mm -hmm. happens they get bigger why the heck would your rest of your body like feet change sizes when you get pregnant or as you grow older like I think I've gone from a nine up to a ten now like there was a nine and a half for a few years in there you (laughs) know like I don't know what's happening my boobs are different sizes boobs are different sizes but like fuck like Fuck actually making a person and then not walking out of the hospital looking like a supermodel. Oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Like yeah. I think too, and we talked about this in a past episode with Holly, like what what some social media is doing, like it's very toxic. Mm-hmm. And like for some reason now I get ads all the time about, you know, like colon boom clean your colon out lose 15 pounds in like somebody broke the algorithm yeah Yeah. I'm like (laughs) what is happening like why and I it's not like I talk about I guess I talk about like body positivity but that's the opposite so I don't know why I think it's just like I just I'm I'm so it's like oh let's like do a tea cleanse or like a colon cleanse I'm like so you're just gonna shit yourself for a couple days and then yeah, obviously you're going to lose weight. Yeah. Because yeah. you're not actually consuming any nutrients. Yeah, I used to work in cosmetics and I was the worst because I'd just be like, yeah, this cellulite cream, it'll totally flip and work for like three hours while it drains. The, the caffeine is going to drain, swell you. Da, 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 da. It's not permanent. It doesn't work. It's just a mirror effect. Like, no commission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, that's the truth, right? Like, you can, you can do some of these weird temporary things, but is that actually actually going to make you feel better or would you feel better if you just realized that like I think cellulite is like 99% of women I feel like it's that's so rare right that you have none on your body like maybe you don't have the big thigh ones that most of us have but you have that like titty up here or something oh oh my god I remember everyone has it somewhere I I had I had like pretty bad stretch marks on my thigh like and I never really cared. I was getting a bikini wax once and the woman goes, oh, did you grow really fast? And I was like, huh, no, I got fat really fast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thanks for asking. Robin just reminded me of that last night. I thought that I had replied to this lady a bit more polite, but he said that I said that because we were in Jamaica and someone said to me like, oh, are you like having a baby? And I thought I said, no, I just like ice cream because I was eating an ice cream cone. He goes, no, you just said, no, I'm just fat with a big <laughs> smile on your face. <laughs> He's like, I, I loved it I so much. I think that it's meeting people with that energy, like, and then they're like, oh, like, it is, again, like, reclaiming yeah. the word. Like, yeah. it's, fat's been so... I mean, and I get it, like, to an extent, but I don't like when people say, like, you're not fat, you're beautiful. It's a oh, wrong yeah. vibe. No, I'm still beautiful. Right? I'm just fat. Yeah. 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 And it's, or then they, and I'll say, and I'll be like, well, I'm literally like a size 16, 18. I can only shop in stores for plus size people. I have a visible belly and rolls on my body when I'm not bending. How else would I define my body? Besides yeah. fat yeah. and beautiful. Like, they're not mutually exclusive. Not. So stop pro- projecting yeah. that vibe on me, you know? I think so, too. People, like, like 
again, it's like the queer and stuff. Like yeah. I can call myself fat. And yeah. if you are saying I'm fat and joining the conversation, yeah. um, that's great. But I, I hate when I'm like, well, I'm fat. And people are like, oh, my God, don't say that. I'm yeah. like, like, it's a bad it's word. Not a bad it's not a bad word. word. Like no. I can say I'm fat and I have fat and that. But I'm yeah. still healthy. I'm still active. Yeah. I now buy clothes that fit instead of yes. trying to fit into too small a size. And even if you weren't healthy and mm-hmm. active okay yeah you yeah. know what I mean like I can't ca- yeah. yeah I kind of like think it's like so yeah and I get that some people will get on the like public health care whatever but like actually what I'm referring to is people who maybe can never be healthy yeah. can never work out in the way that you yeah, know these like fat phobic the- people would want them to mm-hmm. some people um have a disability that yeah. prevents them from being able to go to the gym some people have a mental health disability. Some people have a physical disability. I have an autoimmune disorder. Right? Yeah. There's tons of reasons that mean that people, whether like whether they take the working out out of it, but like our society would just never define them as 100% healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's ableist. Don't get me wrong. But we don't need to add fat phobic to it yeah. as well. Yeah. So like society is already ableist. Like let's leave it there you know if we could fix that that'd be great too but like we do not need to then be fat phobic to someone that's like you know a lot of the time it's uh, people who um are criticized for like not being healthy enough like they're working three to four jobs they're low income <laughs> they couldn't afford a gym membership you know like there's so um, many other factors yeah, yeah they barely like- sleep six hours that would be the thing that would make them the most healthy is if they had a subsidy that would allow them to not work one of those jobs yeah. and take a nap during the day. Mm-hmm. So it's just really interesting how people like frame health when it's like, hmm, does that include mental health? Because you bullying me, making fun of me, that's not helping my mental health. Mm-hmm. Mental health is part of my physical health, you know. Agreed. It's really totally. layered and it's like, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like the connection between mental health and physical health is like so strong for mm-hmm. me personally. Mm-hmm. It's like if I'm feeling sad and depressed, like I don't want to leave the house. Yeah. I don't want to go for a walk. I don't exactly. want to do any of these things. I want to stay home. Yeah. Maybe eat pasta. Yeah. Or some ramen noodles. Like a carb. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Noodles. 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 All the noodles. I, I was sad last week. I asked for all the noodles from Robin. He's I the chef. That. So for the people that don't know, that's why I ask for noodles. <laughs> yeah. No, I just want why noodles. not get them from the chef? If it's like buttery and spicy noodles. <laughs> I don't care if it's like Asian noodles. I just fucking I love, love noodles. noodles. Yeah. 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 How did your I guess body positivity fuel opening? Love yeah. Spam. Um so it's there's a lot of like bigger brands that were really pulling back from plus sizes. Um, Nordstrom. fucking stupid. Yes, it makes no sense. Nordstrom Canada being the most recent, obviously, but like Old Navy was talking a lot, uh, you know, about a year and a half ago about like putting all of these clothes into stores. And then as soon as they got all their promo, they started talking about pulling them out. And um, American Eagle doesn't do jeans over 20. A lot of the time, too, I find like plus size. Yeah, it's online. It's like you can order online, but you can't try it on first. And it's like an added we were just talking about this. We were like, then it's an added step of like, okay, I have to order the pant. I have to try it on. It may not fit. Then I have to 
also return it, order it, try another size. So I really wanted to have an in-person shop. Like that was a big deal for me because a lot of the other people attempting to solve the same problem, doing great work. Like I really don't think I need to be a competitor with other boutiques. I think we all sell different products. Mm -hmm. Like I really have not seen other people selling the same stuff that we sell. So like we're all in it together. We all want to provide resources to other plus size people. Um, And I just noticed that a lot of them were online, but that the ones that I wanted to emulate uh, like were in person. I did want to model myself a little bit after like uh, the company that's called Eleven Honoré, which is the high-end luxury designer plus size stuff. Because I, I mean, honestly, that's what I prefer if I'm just being blunt. And I think like it sucks that there's this myth out there uh, that we don't buy fancy things and so like I had a cute purse collection I had nice shoes but I couldn't buy anything fancy for my body mm-hmm. yeah. and then on top of it I'm neurodivergent so I I hate the way certain fabrics feel yeah. and I didn't know that's what it was for the longest time <laughs> mm-hmm. but it'd be like pants off as soon as I got home so now I'm like okay let me like find as many like linen cotton mm-hmm. dresses so I don't have to ever wear pants again admittedly I'm wearing jeans today but it's still a bit cold. So um, it's just like having the ability to provide um, additional resources and not make women who are plus size feel like they're excluded from the luxury designer sustainable movements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a challenge because I'm not manufacturing yet. So like I really wanted to be size inclusive up to a 6X and I just can't. Mm-hmm. Like until I have, you know, more success and then the ability to manufacture, then I can do that. But right now it's like a barrier. That's yeah. a big barrier. Um, however, I have more power now that I'm making orders mm-hmm. than I ever did just sitting there complaining on Instagram. Not that that's not a valid part, mm-hmm. but I'm just telling you they listen to me a bit differently now. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I'd order like $1,000 more if you had one extra size. If you had two extra sizes, it would be this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but like, yeah, so that's a challenge. And then I did want to offer the online option for people who can't come in. Um, because in Canada, now that we don't have Nordstrom, like, or won't very soon, uh, we really did lose, like, a pretty big option. And, I mean, not that there's a ton, like, it, it only really is 11 honore. There's um, InSize as well that's in the U.S., but, like, they're, they're, they've gone a bit of a different route. They're including kind of... Um, not like there's polyester again in mm-hmm. there and um so that's like just different than what I want to do and I think it's great to have options mm-hmm. because not everyone can afford the luxury designer some people do need that but I I want to stay away from the polyester because that's one of the fabrics that makes that my skin yeah. uncomfortable you know Same. yeah so um that yeah I guess that's like my two sort of main focuses like the neurodivergent need for 
softer natural fabrics and then the desire to have an option for people to try on plus size mm-hmm. clothing in person which I mean we're in Picton so I get that that's not like ideal but also I kind of like that it's not like Toronto or Kingston yeah. Yeah. like they already have a torrid you know um would you ever like do um, <laughs> would you ever do like um house calls like if people wanted would you like curate them a wardrobe and then let them try it on in their home you know what i would probably refer them to someone who's better at yeah. that like uh oh my goodness i feel like her name is hina and i don't know if that's how you pronounce her like screen name but it's h e e n s i e on like instagram mm-hmm. and tiktok that's who i would recommend if you wanted like an actual style consult cuz um if you're coming to my store, it's really going to lean hard feminine. Yeah. So if that's not your vibe, I'm just going to be disappointing yeah. to you. Um, you know, and uh, I want you to actually, like, love it. Yeah. So I would recommend that you connect with her and then she will maybe recommend some of my pieces yeah. kind of thing. Um, but what I do offer in a similar vein is, like, by appointment. Yeah, that's kind of yeah, what I was... That. I just feel like it's nice for people to have that. Yes. So badly. So there's many reasons as well as you don't just even need to have a reason to book an appointment. But Mm -hmm. I also wanted to put out there that um, like I'm willing to wear a KN95 the whole time. We also normally put scents on. Like I like uh, an aromatherapy. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't want that, I can like leave it off for 24 hours before you come. We can, you know what I mean? And then also like private party if you want to like have a bottle of rosé we can make that happen too so yeah it could be like a little I feel like we missed the experience as fat girls growing up, like going yes. in the change room with I your friends. I hated going in the change room. You were room. always sitting there, like telling them they looked cute in yeah, their prom like, dress or whatever, right? right? But yeah. like, not for us. I think too the traditional, like going to a store and trying. I hate trying things on, mm-hmm. and I never realized why. But I think it's because one, things never fit yeah. the way I wanted them to fit, yeah. and then I get really hot and frustrated. So, yeah. And then I just get defeated because nothing fit and the rooms are too small. So I'm like, well, I'm done. And like my mom's always like, just try it on. And I'm like, I I just I'm done. I hated the like the um, it's that store that has all the mean girls in it, too. That's like Aritzia. Yes. Where you have to come out for the mirror. Oh, my goodness. Stop. So our change room is like a it's like because our 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 store, our boutique is essentially it used to be an apartment. So oh. the bedroom, the whole bedroom is one change room. Love that. So you're not like, like you, you know have, what I like, mean? Space. Yeah. There's no like I am so clumsy. I have not I have not fallen over all the way. You know what I mean? It's like no. And we have a big couch, so like you could even have two friends. Oh, or, that's like nice. I, I again like my social work head comes into play. So like we were always taught your chairs are accessible to people with disabilities if they yeah. have arms, to people who are fat if they don't have arms. So I went to the couch because I thought Okay, there's an arm on one side and space on the other. Hopefully this works for Mm -hmm. both, you know. Um, So I really want to make it like, unfortunately, it's not an accessible building, but as accessible as possible Mm -hmm. to people. Um, You could definitely come in in a walker, but the wheelchair would be be a challenge, which unfortunately is just like 
the worst part of small towns. Yeah. But I'm trying to get like a portable ramp. Oh, that'd be so cool. So what doesn't work in the winter apparently, but I'm trying to get something for the summer. Yeah. So yeah, it's like really unfortunate that because uh, I'm pretty passionate about that. But so I feel yeah. like you have so many lenses to look at this from from mm-hmm. owning being a fat girl, from your social work lens, from inclusivity, like you are you are giving you are helping people be set up for like the best possible experience i certainly hope so like and i think just just the fact that you you know don't have to kind of guess Mm -hmm. if it's in your size for the most part that you can probably size up if it doesn't fit you know like a lot of stores don't allow that opportunity um and yeah i want it to be like a enjoyable experience Mm -hmm. not you know, I'm sweaty. I'm hot. I want to be. My God, gone. I get so sweaty in yeah. stores. I it's didn't insane. Realize that other people also got sweaty yeah. in so stores sweaty. Until like this moment. Yeah, I also right. come from like a real so sweaty much. family. So sweaty. Um, I'm like a little bit sweaty right now. Yeah, I'm I, just sitting here. It's hot in this room, so I'm <laughs> this, so yeah, sorry. This room is also okay. really weird with this temperature. <laughs> like we fight over the thermostat because. My dad and I sit on the same side of the office and we both run hot. But then Jill, who works in traffic, runs cold. So, like, I'm always, like, we're just back and forth turning it up and down. Yeah, that's hard. It's like, ooh, yeah. Uh, I know, like, I have the worst. I have one of those those weird systems that's, like, like, it's never a good temperature. It's either blowing and it's hot or it's not on, and five minutes later, it's freezing cold. Like, yeah. I don't understand it. It's like um, this whole building. Yeah. yeah. But I'm told that it's going to be better, the, that the air conditioning works well. It was just the heat that doesn't work on mine. Oh. And then I want to get one of those, like, fancy Dyson fans for yeah. the change room. I like yeah. that. Yeah. They're so nice. Are they? Okay, that's good that it's worth it, because <laughs> so I heard worth, that, yeah. like, the hair thing is not actually worth you it, can get but a, I kind the, of want it still. A cheaper one so. called the Shark, and it does okay. just as good. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Some things it's like I want you in theory, but I am not willing to pay the price that you yeah. are. Seven hundred dollars no. for her. No. No. Order. There's one called the Shark, and I follow someone on TikTok who I'm obsessed with, and she has it really does curly work. hair, and she nice. used, she like did oh, a especially whole if they're on. curls. Yeah. So because that's what I was worried about is like, what's it gonna do up here? I don't know. I don't know. I also yeah. never blow dry my Me hair. Me neither. Yeah. I get hot again. Yeah. Hot. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm just like, why? Okay. So I just like got out of the shower. I feel good. I feel fresh. Yeah. You know, I feel clean, and then I'm gonna blow dry my hair and yeah. get sweaty again. Like, do you know what my family calls like when you get out of the shower, like you're clean, and then you start sweating again? You're like, oh, my shower didn't take. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll come out, and especially if there's no air conditioning, like at the cottage, there's the no worst. air conditioning, it'll be hot. I'm like, the shower didn't take, guys. <laughs> We're doing our best. Back in the apartment days, I'd have to like try, I'd be trying to stand close enough to like the portable air conditioner, but you couldn't actually get close because the hair dryer needed to be on like a different plug section. Yeah. So you didn't like fuck up the last, yeah. last year in the summer, yeah. I was like, again, burnt out and it was so hot in our house we were no. living in. And I just like broke down on the floor and Jeanette's like, what's wrong? I was like, I'm so hot. Just the overstimulation I was like, of so, it all. I need to. So she brought our like portable air conditioning in and just like, I was like, thank you. <laughs> I just for the first time in my adult life bought an air conditioner like two years ago. And it is the best money I have ever oh, spent. Yeah. Ever. I'm like, I never want to do a summer without AC yeah. ever again. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that. I am too sweaty for that shit. Yeah. Also, um, yeah. I helps. just thought of yes. another <laughs> question about your yeah. store. So, for instance, like, I'm 
I'm like an intermediate size, which yeah. is quite frustrating. Yeah. Um, if I liked like something you had online, could I ask you to order like yes. a, a smaller size? Yes, okay. definitely. Um, I would ask for a deposit on yeah, those yeah. items just because I won't be able to resell it in store. Yeah. Otherwise, I definitely like, especially if it is listed there, ask. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's because the manufacturer is yeah. out of stock that I haven't been able to get like. Um, I don't know, I'm thinking of my my raincoat right now is sold out in my size. I can't actually order it. Yeah. That's so frustrating. Um, But like a lot of the time, it'll just be that the minimum order is a bit higher. So I was trying to wait a little bit longer. But if you want it now, like we can make it work, you know. Um, And then, yeah, I do find that like there are a lot of women who are like tall that fit the extra large, like they wouldn't maybe embrace the word fat or plus size. But technically, like we're selling what you are looking for. Um, And so I I, like think that could be really cool. Actually, if they start shopping, it's almost like ally vibes. Like you're on the other side. You could like advocate, you know. And then, yeah, I have gotten a few people that um, didn't ask in quite that kind of a way, but were just kind of like mad that I don't carry small sizes. And I I mean, I don't care. Yeah, I have a TikTok to the song that is the I I don't care, I think. Yeah. Um, But it's like. Honestly, what I would suggest is that you advocate to the stores that don't have plus sizes Mm -hmm. because I promise when every store is inclusive, so will I be. But right now I'm going to exist to target the 68%. And this is like interesting because this statistic is pre-pandy. So it's like 68% were size 14 and above pre-pandemic. But the average person gained one to two dress sizes during the pandemic. So it's pretty likely that, like, I mean, just statistic plus statistic, not a new study, admittedly. Like, I'm a... I, th- I do have a psych, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I understand yeah. correlation, causation, et cetera. But, like, it's fascinating that that's likely now a 16-18. So that's more like a 1X, actually, which is definitely my most popular size for sure. Um, that is the majority of the population, and yet most stores do not. Like, that just seems odd to me. It's like a bad business decision. Mm -hmm. Like, why would I target 30% of the population instead of 70% of the population? That's it, right? It is fat phobia. It is. When there's a little bit of chunk, like, just... Oh my goodness! Just better. I'm just saying. We're, when I was skinny, it hurt. We're not saying more than that, but we're we know what we yeah. are talking about. That was uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. No thanks. No. Yeah. No. You no. need a little cushion for the push in. There yeah. we go. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm talking about. I remember like, I told no my friend to everyone's that. body no, no. type or anything, yeah. but that's for me. It was it very uncomfortable. Yeah. 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 No, that's so funny. I remember I taught my friend that. I was like, you just got a little more cushion for the push. And she was like, I was like, I've been saying that since I was like 12. (laughs) Not that I was doing it when I was 12. I didn't understand exactly what I meant. But I was really trying to like own being a chonky girl. Actually, set into what that means until like right. Oh my god, that that, like it reminds me a little bit of the whole like worry about drag shows and stuff. Oh my god, don't get us going on that. Were we not singing multiple songs like Cream? By Prince and by the other, like I'm losing Liquid my mind. Dreams, just like by O Town song. Oh my! The, if you get down on me, that I'll one. Get down. And then the, oh, that's before four. <laughs> that's the you 
are the star of my life. Fucking Madonna, like a prayer, is about giving a blowjob yeah, 10 yeah. out of 10. I'm singing it like it's actually about the Catholic church that I actively attend at the time. No. Like, no. if there's something that's sending me to hell, it's probably that moment, not all the times I've gone to a drag show. No. I, I love you. this. I just need everyone to realize you haven't being entertained by drag for years. Also, drag is literally just like an elevated musical theater because they're killing it and slaying. So I'm I can't with it. Like the fact that drag is now illegal in Tennessee. Yesterday I was like I was like, what's next? They're gonna they're gonna make being gay illegal. Like we're going back in time. I I've I think the first time someone asked me if my niece had a boyfriend, she was two years old. Yeah. It's super weird. So, it's super fucking weird. No? People are so yeah. quick to sexualize little girls. It's so creepy. It's so fucking weird. And it's disgusting. And I remember being like, I think I just said like, well, I don't know if it would be a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but she seems a little bit young, like just kind of flippant yeah. about it. But like, yeah, like I, it's just so odd that they think that like this is the brainwashing when like. Like, we grow up in, like, a heterosexist society. That is the brainwashing. And I think the thing for me, like, growing up, not being able to come out or understand what was going on, why I had these feelings, why, like, for long periods of time, I'd be like, no, I don't have a crush on anyone. And I'd be like, no, I don't have a crush on a boy right now. Thank you. I had a crush on cartoon characters. (laughs) Me, it was, like, Sailor Moon, Jessica Rabbit. Uh, Good choices. Good choices. Kim Possible, baby. (laughs) Get at me. But, yeah, it's just, like... If, if I knew, like, drag culture earlier yeah. and I got obsessed with drag before I was, like, had, quote, unquote, come out, but then it's just, like, it's so fun. And yeah. it's, why not teach kids that they can express themselves any way they would like? In a very yeah. healthy yeah. way. Like That's the thing. Like, it's not as if some of the jokes that occur at the nighttime events where there's drinking involved are happening at the daytime no it's so different yes no and it's quite frankly like i mean i worked at a library for like a year doing the children's program back in those social work days i mean i probably said some like very progressive stuff beyond just reading the book too yeah it kind of comes back to the store which is like it's called lelux femme because femme is a queer identity like how is that not a form of drag yeah i'm literally choosing which like gender identity i want to present myself as yes it feels inherent to me but like i don't really know what's you know what I mean because it's Mm -hmm. like I'm saying we're growing up in a a society that teaches us to be racist homophobic etc right so how much of that is because I am plus size and I feel the need to be hyper feminine so that people don't like quite frankly I experience less fat phobia you know, I think part of that's my autism just being like, well, I don't know what they just said to me. Clueless. What do you see? You know? But uh, thank you for the compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody at the store, like, are you sure you fit the extra large? I'm just like, yeah, it's great. I love it. And then I realized later, like, I was like oh, that's oh. me. <laughs> Constant. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was saying to Kate, like, yeah, so I do, do like Jeanette and I just went to Costa Rica. Yeah. And like, even before I went, I was getting my hair done. She's like, I don't want this to sound like rude, but like, do you have to? like worry when you travel and I was like we always look it up before but this is like a thing that heterosexuals probably don't realize like we have to check before we go like what the status is there and then we do not actively like act like we're in a relationship and I sometimes get so salty when I see like hetero couples I'm like 
oh, I guess we all cute and romantic, and that's all I want to be doing right now, and I just have to be like, hey, friends. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's like, that's it's my rant. So, so sorry. I just, I, my brain doesn't process that whole, like, how people can think that close-mindedly like it, it's not affecting you mm-hmm. no it's not affecting yeah. your everything and i remember when i yeah. came out my parent i my parents didn't care like they were so on board their biggest fear was like what could happen to me yes yeah yeah so that's what we should be more worried about not if your kid is we should have and then advo- that, though, advocate even. for yeah. change whether they are your kids or not yeah. so that the future generations don't, don't have, have to, to worry the same exactly. way so they can just be excited their kid is gay because that's fucking joke oh obviously. my god if i had a heterosexual kid i'd be like <laughs> what do i do with you <laughs> like literally number one on my is like would they be conservative and straight right uh panic yikes yeah <laughs> the other day um if my son ever comes out as gay, I will know the exact moment that I knew. And it was because there was the Children's Foundation Gala a couple of weeks ago. I wore a full black dress and then just pearls. Nice. Everywhere. Oh, I love that. And I had it in, like, all the pearls in this little container. He found the container. He opened it up. He lifts the pearls and he's like, wow. And he, like, put it on himself. And I'm like, this is the moment. Like there, my, I, growing up, my mom always said, she's like, oh, she's probably a lesbian. And then I would be <laughs> nice. like, when I was like a teener, I'd be like, what? <laughs> and now I'm like, you were correct. <laughs> so thank you. My sister and I were always like, mom's going to end up like living with her best friend. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure something's up there. And now and we're both out, not mom yet. But like, I'm pretty sure that's still true. Like, probably. It was. Uh, <laughs> my My journey is so funny because I started working at a farm in the county. Time again, shout out. And the owners are lesbians. My manager is a lesbian. She's also my best friend. I call her my gay mom. Um, that summer, that's Lana. That's <laughs> yeah. T- Tim and Lana paint houses. If you need your house painted, um, <laughs> like my boss at the end of the summer was like, I really thought you were bisexual, and like literally Lana's friends who are now my neighbors who are lesbians, like were like, I swear she's a lesbian, and Lana's like, we're just gonna wait and see. And then the next summer, I came back and I was like, so I'm seeing girls. <laughs> and when that summer started, my dad was like, they're gonna turn you gay, aren't you? I was like, mm, are they just like? let me open up to the world. (laughs) Yeah. That was more my experience was it was like uh, the George Brown assaulted women and children. It's women only. Um, Pretty much any time that happens, you can end up with like, I don't know, at the start of the school, like 50% queer. And then like by the end of the two years, like 75%. Not that we weren't all, it's not like there's some kind of conversion thing. No, no, we're not conversions listening. It's that you feel open. For me, it was, I like, I grew up, like big Ellen generation, so I, yeah, I yeah. was like, no, like girly girls aren't. That's yeah, not a thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So then I, I like all these girls in class, and then they were talking about having crushes on other girly girls too, like that it could be oh, two yeah, fem, femmes, fem, yeah. and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, it's not, there's now no, I understand. Yeah. there's no like you can like whoever you want. Yeah, and it's, it felt very boxed in for me yeah. before school. And that was like the big like, oh, okay. And then like one girl had a crush on me. I was like, oh my goodness, that could be possible. I just think it was so fun. So like I get drunk and then I make out with my friends. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> LOL. And then I'd be like. The one girl we used to, we'd always get drunk or whatever. And our thing was that I would push her against a fridge and make it, we would just make out very heavily. I love, I love that. And we, it turned into being called the fridge count. 
so every part like, that's why I'm calling this episode it has nothing to really do with anything but I feel like it's relevant <laughs> but yeah I know and it ended up like she ended up coming out and uh yeah I was like oh yeah that's not surprising I, I, I even count. Mm-hmm. I even tell people though like I'm surrounded by like so many I call them like my elder gays and mm-hmm. that's special. that's so important like when you can that's have special. that space um of people who like are like-minded and support you and are like it I have to have Lana on she's magic it matters so much and like this is sometimes where but I'll try and like just keep it happy but like it matters so much Mm -hmm. that they fought for us Mm -hmm. and the shit that they went through because we're um, all gonna cry now (laughs) no because I had the social worker lesbian friends Mm -hmm. who stepped in to care, you know, mm-hmm. and just spent, like, years taking shifts to care for yeah. the people who weren't going to make it. And so they've had a trauma that we will never have to experience in the same way. Mm-hmm. And they're so special. Like, that's... It matters, and it's, like, when you see, like, that TikTok account of, like, the gay old men oh that all God. live together. I love it. It makes me <laughs> so, so happy. That's so important. Mm-hmm. Old gay men are fucking angels on Earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter... Have you watched Pose? I yes. need to watch it. I watched it on a plane. Maybe not my best choice, but, you know... <laughs> That, I, also, we were in premium economy, so I was, like, really showing it to the right crowd. <laughs> I literally, I think that show changed me. Yeah, Like, it's in my important. core, changed who I was. I think everyone needs to watch it. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever cried so hard in my life. Oh, my God, I'm going to watch it. Approach that. from kindness. Like, people have yeah. different experiences, assume that they mean the best. Yeah. Or that they at least don't mean to be malicious. No, like, yeah. you know, I always think of the example of, like, somebody's walking down the hallway, they don't say hi. Like, you can picture how that's almost certainly not about you. No, exactly. That's yeah. almost 100%. certainly that they were in their head, they had a bad day, something I else, right? I literally do that all the time. Yeah. I have, like... I don't know. It's like sometimes I'm just in the zone. I'm in my own head. Yeah. I'm like walking or, you know, like anything in any sort yeah. of situation. It's like guaranteed my mind is going just a million miles yeah. a minute. And it's one, it's like either I didn't see you or I saw you. And I was like, fuck, my brain just didn't. didn't it. Look, yeah. And just yeah. Didn't, didn't click. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at all. But if we just assume like yeah, the, the best, like, oh, they didn't mean that. Yeah. They'll say hi to me next time. No yeah, big deal. Exactly. That would be better than, and I think that's what it is, is it's like, um, like, I've been there in, like, those analysis rooms, the, like, you know, let's break down, let's talk about it, like, all of that stuff. Um, I love the therapy speak, but I think sometimes it can become, like, actually problematic. Um and used inappropriately, and I, th- I think that's where they're going with a lot of it. So, like, yeah. weird, yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. not just light, like uh, gaslighting, the biggest one. Like, that's not, that doesn't just mean somebody lied to you one time, no. and, you know, and it's like that really does mean, like, a, a pervasive pattern of behavior that causes you to distrust your own reality. Mm-hmm. Um Generally, over like a, a significant period of time, yeah, yeah. It's so fun. and very like targeted and intentional, yeah, like, you know. So it's it's just like, yeah. I wish that they could um, step back from some of that a little bit and just approach with kindness. Like I, it feels like 
I always will use the example of like call out culture. And again, I already talked about like, I don't mean leave the shit comment in the room, but I think you can still approach it with kindness. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of the internet like feels like you said the thing wrong. And it's like, whoa, man, like just calm down Mm -hmm. for one second. Yeah. I get that a lot because I do have like the luxury designer sustainable clothing. Like a lot of people in the comments, like this is not affordable. And I mean, I do think we need to question what that means. Mm-hmm. Like affordable to there, who? But yeah. also, yeah. why isn't there lower price clothing available to everybody? Yeah, sure. Like you know, to also, an extent, like, by like, but it's like, why aren't we asking like the old navies? And it's like, why aren't you doing this? Well, I think that like I come at it from a different perspective. To be honest with you, I yeah, think we fine. need to not expect clothing to be cheap because mm-hmm. a human being made it. Yeah. Especially yeah. like oh, so God. that that for me is the hard part is like when people question the prices, I said, you know, like, well that sweater took ten hours to make just that one. Mm-hmm. So I told you it was a livable wage. That's twenty dollars an hour. How much mm-hmm. does the sweater cost? Plus materials, plus like it is that much. Yeah, that's how much it costs. That's what we kind of came into when we started you know? merch. Yeah, and especially we like, if you want to like do it right. Yeah, right? we were yeah. like, okay, like we knew that when we wanted to work with a local, that's lovely. someone local. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we have Northern Craft Supply, and they've been I love they love wonderful. them. Yeah, they're in the armory, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, so wonderful. And then we found out that the blanks that they use are Canadian made. Perfect. Yeah. And I was like, I'm willing to pay more yes. for that one. And sustainably yes. made. Like, and it's sustainable. Yes. Yeah. Like, so I'm just kind of like, yeah. So yeah, yes, the sweaters are $70. Yeah. But. And I think it should be. Like, yeah. I think that's yeah. a good, I think that's a mm-hmm. good price for a because sweater. I, kn- I feel you know? okay wearing it mm-hmm. because I know that. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. Yeah. This was like. One of our best conversations. Oh, I feel like you. I'm having fun. Yeah, I was yeah. like nervous because I haven't done this stuff in a long time. And I definitely got my shaky voice when we went to some sensitive topics. But like, I'm That's having okay. a it's good okay. time. I cried. So. This was my first all, really big cr- podcast cry. Yeah, I've cried three times. Okay. Yeah. Which other podcasts? Um, it's the one w- whenever I talk about bodies. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Every single time I think it's when I talk about bodies yeah. or relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Bodies are sensitive, man. We grew up in a messed up time. Like, I love, um, look, again, peak autism vibes, but, like, I love a, like, Friday, uh, what is it, TGIF, like, style show. Yeah. Like, give me a young yes. adult TV show that's going to yes. cause some drama but then resolve perfectly in yeah. half an hour. Happy as can be, right? Yeah. Well, except for the flipping fat phobia. <laughs> Because yeah. I tried to watch Sister Sister. The oh, mom oh is God. a fashion designer and she's maybe like a size four six, okay? And every episode there's a fat phobic comment about oh her God. body. And it's just like, what in the heck? Like no wonder we were messed yeah. up. Have you watched Top Model? Oh my like old episodes. I was literally I was I was actively straight size modeling at the time, so I'd be out there in the world like, no, Tyra's right. Girl, Tyra's right. I remember I was so excited I when like nuts. a plus size model one, but she was a size eight, and then I found out that plus size is like six and up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. By cool, the cool. time I yeah. booked some girls, because I had a model booking agency in Toronto myself, so I booked some of the girls 
for Canada's Project Runway, they had like the one week, the one week where there were plus size girls and they had to do like a skinny swimsuit and then like the plus size swimsuit. It was a tragedy. But I had like a couple of my models there. They made more money than everyone else I ever booked. I love that. Including like I was booking for Playboy and stuff like and no, these girls made the most money of everyone. yeah. Yeah. So, like, it sucks that it's, like, so exclusive, but at least they're getting paid once they're in there. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, that they actually were, like, I hear you because I, yeah, like, I was in the industry when it was like that. But by this time, they were booking 12s. They were at least 12s. okay. Like, at least it was a double digit. Yeah. We got there. Double digit over. Yeah. But yeah, that was, oh my goodness. What was it, like, Casey or something? And they made her, like, dress as an elephant? What? Well, you got to find the, like, Casey they made an elephant because she's literally, like, a size two and they fashion her the whole time. It's just nuts. That's like, what they we literally grew up made with. her dress yeah. up as the elephant because she was the fat one. Yeah, and it's like, oh I God. watch those things and I'm like, as, like, it's like, I love those shows because I love photography. I love artistic yeah. expression. Yeah. I love, I think it's modeling's really cool. Like, I yeah. think that's all very cool things. And it was like a creative expression, and I love watching it. But it was like all these things inside of it were so fucked up. That's what we grew up with too. And that the, was the expectation. It was everywhere yeah. too. Like it wasn't just yeah. That it's so weird else. how they play with like mental health and disability on those shows too. Because next top model, it was they had the she had like very bleached blonde hair, and her eyes were like icy blue, part because of her vision impairment. Oh. And they had a show in the dark. She could not see <gasps> anything in the dark, and she could barely see in like full light. And they'd never, never before, never since done a show in the dark. And it's just like. God. That's sick. Yeah. That's messed up. Like that's it messed. Just, it's like you're doing that for no reason other than views and like yeah. messed up people are gonna. You know what I mean? Like the like I don't even know back then we didn't have the analysis probably to be offended by it. No, but no, it was the norm. But now I'm Yikes. like, oh, that's questionable. Yeah. <laughs> I do that for so yeah. many things. Yeah. I'm just kind of like, ooh, yeah, that was gross. I should yeah. never do that again. Yeah. yeah, it's it's um it's really unfortunate because I do like a nostalgia moment, but a lot of it is a mess. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm just gonna give some shots. So we'll have all your socials linked in the show notes. Amazing. Thank you can you. go to Lalux Femme in person at 7 Paul Street Unit 7 in Picton and there's parking there. Yes. Yes. Awesome. And the website is laluxfem.ca that will also be in our show notes. Thank you. Can I shut her down? Yeah. 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 I love it. That was amazing. amazing. It's so good. It was so good. It was like so many chats we were talking about and because of her um like previous work like mm-hmm. she kind of comes at it from a different angle than I know like she sees body neutrality and being plus size and all these things like through a different lens which I've never thought about yeah I just I, I think it's really admirable how she's taking her knowledge from her previous job into this mm-hmm. and making like actively making and paying attention and making spaces where people can exist comfortably yeah, yeah. Because I think shopping as a plus size human can be very degrading and terrifying and yeah. hot and stressful. Yeah, like I mean, that's why it's like the main reason why I don't buy clothes at the mall because I like walk into the mall and I'm immediately like, okay, I'm gonna find cute shit, but like I'm not gonna be able to fit into it. Yeah, I think that's the um, the struggle. 
like I feel like some people like I love shopping. I'm like I genuinely don't because still as a child it was yeah um so hard. There's a notification on the computer. <laughs> like, oh my, that's stressful. Connect to the server. I'm like I don't. Know. I really hope we're connected to the server. I, mean, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> the server scares me. Oh god. Um. But no, she was a joy. She brought us heart-shaped sunglasses, which I'm obsessed with, and a tote bag and a bracelet. And I've used that tote bag every day. There's something else in there, but I don't remember. But maybe I'll show you guys on Instagram what was in there. Um, I posted it on her story. Yeah, the the sun the sunnies. Oh, the sunnies. Yeah, yeah. So you guys saw the sunnies, but like those are gonna be like a new hot thing in my life that I wear. I kind of want to bedazzle them. Please do. You're really into bedazzling right now. Yeah. So I'm really into like disco ball mirror. That's like my so my aesthetic right now. I'm like in my maximalist era. So I also bought, did I tell you about this? I bought like 700 Barbie shoes. Oh, you told me about your Barbie doll shoes. Yes. Yeah. And I've started gluing them to things. So I'm like sorting them by color. And then I have like these like coasters and I've painted the co- the, bo- the coaster the color of the shoe, and then I glue the shoes onto the coaster. And then I've also started painting these tiny shoes to look like designer. I just love it because this is so your current like ADHD obsession. Yeah, obsession. And I'm like, what are you gonna do with all these shoes when you're on to your next? <laughs> um, I'll probably just donate them to that's a kid fair, who to a kid with, who really wants Barbie shoes. shoes. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah. That's so fun. I did. I think I saw you post something about painting the Barbie shoes, and I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. I was so stressed out that day. Like, I feel like a lot, two weeks ago, maybe, maybe three weeks ago, I had, like, just, like, a straight-up mental breakdown. And I don't Checks know. Out. It was just, like, I had so much shit going on, and I just... And then, like, situations happened, and, like, without getting too deep, like, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And it's just just stressful so stressful life is loves to throw a curveball i am some i just i just need it easy for a little bit isn't that not the dream i know you know what i realized is how like unhinged my brain is sometimes i thought it was normal how unhinged my brain was um because i turns out it's not was talking to somebody who's like neurotypical Mm mm-hmm and I'm like, oh, my God, is that how you see life? Like, and how, like, I'm, I'm constantly amazed by people who are not, like, neurodivergent. Because I'm just kind of like, oh, my God, like, it's really just that easy? Uh, apparently yeah, it apparently yeah. it is. I don't feel that way. Because <laughs> I am chaos. Yes. Um, But I'm learning and I'm going to therapy and... That's the thing. Constant growth. New diagnosis, you know. Let's see what happens. I think it's going well for you. I do as well. Um, I haven't cried. Sorry. Oh, that was a good one. Um, oh I'm trying to think what else is up. Um, we might do a flash sale on merch. Flash sale on like fall, winter merch and pre-sale on summer merch. Yes. Once I talk to the amazing Jen, we talked to the amazing Jen from Northern Craft Supply. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is coming up? We have episodes coming. Brazen. Brazen. We're going to Brazen. Um, we have stuff going into the gift bag. We do. We're launching the Babe Supporting Babes. We have those stickers. And we are ordering more because people really seem to like them on our socials. So. And I stole one. Yeah, 
test name, so we don't actually have enough for the gift bags at this point, but that's fine. Because we started just giving them away to people. I have a problem. Uh, they're so cute, they're though. They're so cute. They're holographic, if you haven't seen them. And, like, how cute, babe, supporting babes. And and I just need to reiterate that, like, anyone can be a babe. Yeah. Please rem- please remind all the people in your life of that. Yeah. It doesn't I don't care what gender you are. No. I don't care what color your skin is. No. I don't care who you love, who you don't want to love. <laughs> like, I really don't care. I, I just, really don't care. If you have good vibes and you uplift the people around you and you're, you're just a good person, you're a babe. It's yeah. a vibe. And we appreciate it. I feel like we've been doing really good with the vibes lately with people. I like think our guests, so. You know what I mean? And I think like we've learned to interview. I think so. The last like couple episodes. We're I almost, like we're... it's almost been a year of like actually doing this. Because our first episode came out in June, but we recorded that like. In May. In May, yeah. So That's it's coming up. It's crazy. Um, I don't really have anything else for this week besides just like keep an eye on our socials. Um, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Babes of Quinny. Yeah. And follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, all the places. If And maybe leave us a rating. Yeah, I've, any rating. I don't care if you don't like us. No, yeah. If you don't like us, by all means. Like, I will take the constructive criticism. I'll take it. If you're mean, I will I probably tell you to eat your shorts. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because that really helps us continue to make this and um, continue to grow it so that our bosses keep letting us do it. Also, I just like constructive criticism because I always want to improve and be better. I struggle with it, but I'll uh, I'll take it and I'll work on it. That's okay. Yeah, I'm getting better. You're I, so good at taking criticism. From myself. <laughs> I give you constructive criticism all the time. Really? Well, you'll look at something. You'll be like, can you look at this document? Oh. And then I'll make like little changes and I'm like... Okay, so like when you want oh, like yeah, okay, text I to like be centered, that. yeah, you're really nice about it. Well, you don't have to be mean about it. I think I've just had some people not be nice about it. Yeah, like once I wrote something at my past job and I submitted it to my boss for review, and they said that was horrible. Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, no critiques. No, I was like, you need a sandwich with it's like an Oreo. It wasn't. It was that was horrible. That lives rent-free in my mind. You're actually very, very good at what you do. Thank you. And you motivate the people around you, and you make people smile, Mm -hmm. and I just think you're wonderful. I think you're wonderful. Thank you. So does Jeanette. I think Jeanette's wonderful, too. She told me to say, tell tell the love of my life hi. That's you. (laughs) Hi, Jeanette. (laughs) Um, Also, as we've said before, we work at Starboard Communications, home of 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100, and Inquinty.ca. Yes. We have a lot of advertising options if you have a small business. So if you're interested, uh, reach out to Starboard or to us and we can help you. Yeah, and we'll hook you up with people who are better at sales than we are. But we'll try. And by sales, I mean we'll hook you up with people who are better at building radio marketing campaigns than we are. Yeah, but uh, we can... can, uh, Get your feet wet. Is that Just a little double, double, double. But otherwise, have a great rest of your week and weekend, friends. Bye. Bye. The Babies of Quinny podcast is recorded and produced at Starboard Communications, home of 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100, and Inquinty.ca.